I feel like I want to say it's happening. Oh my gosh. Out of nowhere. Like I am feeling all the feels. I don't know where this came from. I have been mentally preparing for this. So I thought, but I guess, you know, you really don't know what you're going to do about a thing until you're in the thing. And I'm okay with that. I just kind of let the feelings be here, acknowledge them for who they are, understand what maybe these feelings are trying to show me or teach me. And then I'm going to have my moment and then I'm going to move on because that's what winners do. Welcome to Family Planet 365. I am your host, Melina Jackson. I am thrilled that you are here with me on this lovely, beautiful day in August. Yes, so what's been going on? Um, not much. I mean, not much, but then everything, right? Um, how are you doing? How is life? Are the kids back in school? Um, you know, when school starts, a lot of people like to say, oh, summer's over. But you know, summer's not actually over until sometime in September. And I want to say it's September 21st. I'm going to see real quick. The last day of summer is, I wish I could ask Siri. I'm not going to do that. Let's see. I think the last, when is the last day of summer? When is the last day of summer? September 22nd. So yeah, because summer starts June 21st, through September 22nd. So summer is not over. So I would really wish people would stop saying that when kids start back to school. It's like, oh, we'll say goodbye to summer. Summer's over. You have like another, a little under a month. But low key, I'm already getting ready for Halloween because I love like that time of year. I love like the decorations and, um, you know, just all the fun things that come along with the month of um, October. So I'm already there in October and Um, but I'm still acknowledging that summer is here. So have your children started school? Are they back to school? Are we doing preschool? What are we doing? Um, we put out the preschool journal, which talks a lot about, you know, gearing up for back to school. And if your little one is starting preschool, how, um, to prepare for that. And we did a lovely editor's pick on some of the things you definitely want to have, for your preschoolers, um, first time in school, or if they're returning or going to pre-K or whatever, but little things like having cartwheel shorts under their dresses, water bottles, all the things, check it out. Um, you can visit my preschool fair. I think, is it on the Instagram? No, you can go to Isu. go to dot com slash my preschool journal and you'll find all the latest and the greatest um, issues there. So anyway, um, it's been lovely. This has been quite a summer. We did not travel um, because college. Hello. You know, we I think I did talk about it a few episodes back about like our quick trip to Vegas and you know, the older two kids were just like kind of doing life and they weren't available. And 
I wanted to do a cruise. We didn't do a cruise because my son had this summer program he needed to go to for his undergraduate program. And I just didn't feel right about taking a cruise without him. But I tell you, I'm getting bigger, better and stronger. And I told him, I said, next summer, I am taking a cruise because I really wanted to do that this summer, but just didn't have the bandwidth mentally to accept and acknowledge that he wouldn't be with us. So I am gearing up for that. But he said he's going to go. He's going to join us um, in 2024. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, so we got all the kids. Uh, the two oldest kids have moved into college. Um, we took my oldest back to D.C. two weeks ago. And then my second oldest has gone to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, he left this week. So um, I posted on my Instagram like, Man, I am feeling the feelings like I'm so used to my quiver being full. You know, I don't want to jump ahead, but because I don't like to get right into the show, like, but I guess it's so heavy on my heart. That that's all I can really think about right now. But I'm so used to like my quiver being full, like always having like a lot of people in tow. And then when you go from four to two, it's like, wow, what a big difference. This is interesting. And so what I like to do, because sadness isn't really my thing, because it I find for me, it doesn't serve me. Um, you know, some people benefit from sadness, if that feels, if that's okay to say, I guess, because I'm not a psychologist. I'm just kind of um, documenting like my journey and what, how I experience life, but I don't, sadness doesn't serve me. So what I like to do is if I feel sadness coming upon me, I like to observe it, um, like have an out of body experience and just watch it go by and, and just acknowledge it because, you know, you don't want to just kind of push it down and not acknowledge what it is and what's going on, but let, let you, let myself feel what I'm feeling. And I really felt sad guys. I felt like, wow, you know, um, I have my 14, well, she'll be 14 in two days and I have my 12 year old. So I have a, basically I have a 12 and a 13 year old right now and they're cool. You know, it's not like, oh, I don't have kids anymore. Cause I do, but it's just something about the older two. Um, I really enjoy being with them. Always have even my daughter, like, oh my gosh, I feel like she's my little sister. And I used to be like, Naya, I wish we could have been roommates in college or whatever. Cause it just feels like she's a friend, but I'm not like trying to hang out with her like that. But I never really looked at her like, Oh, that's my child. Like, like people would be like, how do you deal with a teenage girl? I'm like, mine is amazing. Like I love, like, I love being with her. Like I love, I love everything about her. Like wouldn't change a thing. Um, for the, from the good to the not so good. I love everything about her. So I really enjoy being in their presence and I want to acknowledge, um, my day one, like, so day one, and I feel like I've mentioned this before in a podcast, but I remember in 2004 when my daughter was first born and we were living in New Jersey and I had this amazing neighbors, like all of us were just so cool on our street. We lived on Hope Street. Our, our, um, our address was to Hope Street, right? And so all of us are just really cool on our street. Like we would have moon viewing parties. It was whack. Like we would get in, go in each other's backyard and like 
have moon pies and wine and watch the moon. Like it's crazy, but it was my neighbor's idea. And I remember one Christmas was so crazy. Um, one of our neighbors, he was, an, he worked for an ophthalmologist. Is that right? For eye, like an eye doctor. Anyway, he sold eyewear and Christmas. He gave us like all Gucci sunglasses. I was like, are you kidding me right now? So, and you know, I don't even know where those Gucci sunglasses are. And I'm not, I'm not happy about that. But anyway, so we were all just really cool. But I never forget, I had my daughter and she had to be about like eight months or so. She started like scooting around. So I would have like toys on the floor, you know, just little play areas for her. And I remember my neighbor, Randy, coming over and she was like stepping over toys. And she was like, oh, my goodness, Melina, because at the time she was about Randy had to be about 52. And here I am, you know, this young mom, 27 And so her kids were older and she was like stepping over the toys. We had toys on the first floor, toys on the second floor, because we had like a third, a three story um, townhome. And she's like, oh, my goodness, Melina, let me tell you, cherish these moments, cherish them. You know, don't get stressed out about the toys everywhere. Don't, you know, hound about cleaning up because one day these toys are going to be gone. And so will the kids. And I was like, oh, okay," you know, and here I am. All those years later, really understanding and experiencing what she expressed to me in my 20s. But I must say, I did take that advice to heart because I've never been the kind of mom like, oh, these toys are everywhere. Clean up your room. Do this. Even my daughter, Naya, like her room is beautiful. Like I made sure she had like a beautiful room. But there were some days like it looked like a tornado went through that room. Like, I'm not going to lie. And sometimes my husband would be like, have you seen her room? I'm like, yeah, it's her space. So she'll figure it out. I'm not going to, you know, hound her about it. And sure enough, like she would clean it up when she, you know, would need to put her toy, put her, not her toys, but her clothes away or put her shoes away. She would manage that on her own. I didn't help her manage that. Right. And I love that because not only did it, you know, keep my stress levels at bay because I did not stress over those things. But it just reminded me, like, enjoy this because now her room is empty. So now what? She's not even there. So, you know what I'm saying? So that was just a great gift that Randy gave me all those years ago. Like that advice was so good. And I'm grateful to my conscious or my subconscious for taking that on and taking it to heart and understanding that, you know, just take it one day at a time and enjoy each moment because, Life is fleeting and you just don't know what you don't know, but just be easy about it. Right. So, um, anyway, so that's where I'm at. You know, the kids are, the two oldest kids are late. They're gone. Um, my son has always been really neat in his room. So, um, it just feels weird because they'll leave and they'll close their doors. And I, when they leave, I open them up because I don't want closed doors. Right. So I just leave the doors open. But I tell you, it is something about your kids leaving. And I won't even say they're leaving because they'll be back for holidays. But like you're no longer that's no longer like on your list of things to do. Like um, make sure that this paperwork is done or make sure you get this laundry piece done. Like my son played football for a long time. So every day, baby, I'm doing laundry, baby. I'm getting these football bags together. I'm making sure water bottles are done. I don't have that no more. Like that's gone. Like that's, that's over. Like that ship has sailed. And so that takes some 
some getting used to, you know, you have to, um, adjust, adjust. And that's what I was telling Grant. I was like, you know, I kind of don't like that about life. Like, you know, you get pregnant, you're excited. And then you have the baby, you're excited. And then the baby goes to kindergarten and you're excited. Then they get on to middle school. Then they graduate from middle school. Then they enter high school. And it's like, oh my goodness. Then they start driving. And it's like, oh my goodness. And then it's just like all these changes, like changes, changes, changes. And that's why I always say like, you know, life is, this life is for, you have to have courage. You have to have courage to be here. And, um, I often say, you know, this might be a trigger for some people, but I do understand when people commit suicide because it does take courage to live. I always say that it really does because you don't know what you, what's going to happen. You don't know. And you gotta be, it, it's, it would behoove you to be willing to take the chance to be willing to have the courage to keep going because if you don't then what's the point like it's not enjoyable right so because a lot of people are like wow your kids really went far away and I said yeah they that's what they wanted they really wanted like my son was really like I want to be on the east coast he's in the, on the midwest because that is where he that's that was the best option for him but even now he's like I'm only an hour away you know, by plane from New York, whatever, but they always knew they wanted to go far away because for whatever reason, I guess California doesn't have good schools. I don't know, but it just wasn't the schools they, um, aspired to attend. So, um, we always knew that, you know, they would be a plane ride away for college. So that's fine. But again, it takes courage. Like you have to have courage to like, let your daughter go to DC and be there and not, be up at night worried about what she's doing. Is she safe? What's going on? You literally have to mentally let go. And that's what I did. And, and I said, you know, I think I did okay with my oldest because I had, um, I had my son. So he kind of like took my attention away from, Oh, she's gone. Cause he was still here. He was doing his senior year. We were having fun, like football games, you know, senior stuff. I'm like, Oh my goodness. It's so fun. But now like, no, he's gone now. So like that facade is really, everything's gone. Like it's gone. So I was able to feel the feelings. And even now I'm like, wow, I have more time on my hands. So I'm going to find a productive and prosperous way to fill that time because it's a little less cooking. Well, a lot less cooking actually a lot less laundry, a lot less back and forth. So I have more time. So if you're out there and you're listening and you have little kids and you're like, oh my God, my days are so full. Like I don't have time for anything. Hang in there because it's coming. Your time, the time you're talking about you don't have now, that time is coming because I'm here to tell you firsthand that I have time now. And it is interesting. <laughs> I won't even say it feels amazing, but it is interesting. Um, yeah. So I'm Alina Jackson. You're listening to Family Planet 365. Today we're talking about the empty nest digest. That's what I call this episode. 
the Empty Nest Digest. Okay, so let's just take a moment. Um, I want to see if there's anything in the headlines that I wanted to go over with you. I didn't have anything. Um, Nothing crazy is going on, right? Right. You know, I will say this. I was sad to hear about um, the Euphoria star dying. Um, Fez, he was my favorite character on Euphoria. And... And you know what I loved about him? I loved his character because it felt so real, so real. And I remember that episode, I think it was in season two when Rue was like begging him for drugs, like, please, please. And he was like, go Rue, nah, Rue, nah, Rue. It was like, dude wasn't even acting. Like he was like so chill, but he was like, nah, Rue. And she was like at the door crying like she was really wanting her fix and he wouldn't do it. And I remember I went to his Instagram page, loser now, and um, I was like, you know what? Thank you so much for doing that. Like you are you a real one for that because she needs more people like you in her life, you know, and and I was like, you know, I know this is your acting, but that was just so real. That was just so real. And so I'm going to miss him. And again, it takes courage to live, y'all, because I did not research. Like I can't remember if it was intentionally overdose or if he accidentally overdosed. I don't know. But rumor has it or people were saying like his dad had just died. He just buried his father. So he was going through some things. But wow. And I remember just telling my kids like he didn't have to worry about work for the rest of his life because his acting and euphoria like hands down the best like he will always forever be known as Fez and I'm gonna miss him and I'm gonna miss him on that show and honestly I don't even know how the show is gonna go on without him because didn't the season finale like they were in the bathtub him and um cigarette was it ash him and ash and um they were like getting caught or something like it was a, a a shutdown or Something was happening, but I don't think they died. I think they kind of set it up where it looked like Ash died, but I don't think Fez did. And um, so I was wondering, I was like, wait, was he off the show anyway? But no, because they know they can't get rid of him. Like he is the character. He makes the show. So I don't know what was going to happen with Euphoria. And um, I'm sad to see him go, but I understand, you know, I understand because here I am talking about, you know, my kids are still, they're thriving, but it's still a sadness because it's like, you know, you grieve like your motherhood. It's like, they're no longer little ones and they don't need you as much, which is fine, but it's still an adjustment. So if you aren't mentally equipped to make that adjustment, it can be a heavier burden than it needs to be. And it can also make you not choose to continue on this journey. So when I hear stories like that, like, you know, um, suicidal, um, I understand. I don't judge. I, I just say I understand because it does take a lot to walk this planet and to, um, to enjoy the journey, right? So that's why I'm here. Um, on this podcast, because my hope is that as a parent, we are mentally equipped to serve as resources for 
our children so that we can pour into ourselves first, right? And then we can serve as an oasis or a comfort, a comforting place for our children so they can grow up to be an ama- amazing adults. And then they too will have the skills to enjoy the journey, to understand the journey and to understand that it takes courage because they've watched their parents portray or live it out or walk it out in a courageous way. Because that's what this really comes down to. It's like, what tools have you provided for your children? Because, you know, we talk about a lot, you know, um, one of the things I haven't seen it as much. And I think I've kind of blocked it out, but it's like kindness day, it's world kindness day and teach your child to be kind. And I'm like, you don't have to teach your child to be kind. If you're kind, your children will be kind. If they see you treating people well, they too will treat people well. So you don't have to preach, you know, there's no preaching involved. They do what you do and they carry the vibe that you carry. If you carry the vibe of kind and, you know, um, putting yourself first in a, in a great sense of self care, you're courageous, they will pick that up. And I always say, I know firsthand because I've witnessed it with my children. Right. And I'm not even going to sit here and say nobody's perfect because they are. Everybody's perfect. It's just what you choose to um, focus on. What are you focusing on? Because what you focus on grows. What you focus on gets stronger. And so I choose to focus on what's right, what's going well. Right. So that's why I was like, whoa, whoa, hold up, hold up. This sadness is hitting me. And I was not prepared for this empty nest like. This is interesting, but I do know it's because I had a distraction when my daughter left last year because I still have my son here and now my son's gone. So there's no distraction. So now I have to, I get to feel the feels and I welcome them and, um, I'm learning from them and I'm, I'm getting better. You know, I'm getting better. I was actually going to post a photo or a video of me, um, like shedding a tear or two because I had to get it out. You know, it's like, man, this is, huh. I can count on my hands. How many times I have, how many times I have cried. I don't cry often. And it's not because I'm like fighting it. It's just that I'm like, for what? Like, why am I wasting my time? <laughs> I feel like tears are such a waste of time. <laughs> I just do. I don't know why. I just, do I just feel like like why why are we here um but I digress so this shout out goes out to all the parents who have the little ones and you're still doing bath time and you still have to carry diaper bags or care bags and changing clothes enjoy it because it won't be long before it's over and then you'll be talking about it and thinking about it because that's what gets you through. Um, remember I talked about how if you could record your little one's voices as often as possible, do it because listening and watching the videos back is what's going to get you through when they are older or they don't talk to you or whatever, you know, um, your child may be going through, but it'll be a good, um, a good medicine, if you will, a good medicine for you. So do that, be in the moment, like enjoy every moment good, bad, or indifferent, because it will matter. It will matter. And it's part of your journey. 
So yeah. Um today is August 25th, guys. Do you know that today is my 22nd wedding anniversary? Yes, ma'am. Talk about life coming coming at you fast. Those years fly by. Like I promise you it feels like maybe I would say it feels like about 12 years married, not 22. So, wow. So I am going to record a special podcast for that because I want to talk about what people don't tell you about. Just like I said about with the empty nest, I just, I've heard about like when kids leave, like how it's like, you know, um, how it feels and people I've heard, you know, a few things here and there, but I haven't heard enough about it. Another thing you don't really hear about is when you've been married a long time, like it ain't all roses. Like sometimes you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I, uh, without going into too much detail, cause I don't want to have two topics going on here. But when I, I used to hear about like couples, Oh, after 33 years, they're divorcing. And I'd be like, why you been with that person all that time? What was you? Okay. Now I understand. I get it. I understand now, but that's not the journey that I'm on for myself, but I will talk about that, but I just wanted to um, put that on the recording because this show is August 25th and it's on my wedding anniversary, but I didn't want to have that conversation today because I really wanted to talk about the empty nest and what I'm going through with that. So um, I'm going to give you some tips and tools on like how to deal with like, kind of like not grief, but like sorrow, if you will. Sorrow is more romantic, right? But yeah, I want to acknowledge that today is my wedding anniversary. Feel really blessed and um, encouraged because, yeah, when you make up your mind to like achieve something, you can do it. And that's pretty much what we've done. Just made up our minds like this is it. This is what it's going to be. And here we are. Okay, happy anniversary. (laughs) But I will talk about some of like the wacky conversations we've had and thoughts that um, have crossed our minds over the years about um, partnership and even how today, like how marriage has changed so much. Like people don't give a fuck. Like I don't need to be married. You know, people are like, I don't need to be married, you know? So I want to talk about that, but that's going to be a, another time. But anyway, so you're listening to family planet three, six, five. I'm your host, Melina Jackson. And I want to take a quick break and we'll come right back. All right. Stay tuned. You're listening to Family Planet 365. I'm your host, Melina Jackson. Today, we are talking about the Empty Nest Digest. Yes, I have two of my older children who are far, far away. And out of nowhere, I was feeling the feels like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Two kids are gone. This is crazy. I did not see this coming. I had no idea I would feel this way. And so I turned on my microphone and I got on here and I want to talk to you about it. So again, shout out goes, this shout out goes out to, um, the parents with small children, like really. And when I say small, I'm talking about from age zero to 12th grade. Okay. (laughs) Enjoy it because whether they decide to go off to school or stay home 
and go to school. It's neither here nor there. The truth of the matter is they're getting older. And I think we really don't prepare for that part mentally because there comes a day where they're not going to need you. And there comes a time or a day when they're going to move on with their lives and go about their way. And remember, we talked about in the podcast that we don't hold our kids hostage. We don't make them like, oh, you need to be here for Christmas. Oh, you need to, you know, they, if they, if that's what they choose for their lives and that's what they're going to do. But we don't, as parents of um, Family Planet 365 community, we don't bully our children into like spending time with us. Right. So, cause I like to think that if you are someone who is pleasant to be around, if you are a parent that your child truly enjoys, then you won't even have to have that argument. Like, Oh, you never come see me. You never call me. And even if they don't, why would you bring that? Like, why would you say that? Because no one wants to like to have to do anything. I don't know about you, but as far as I'm concerned, I like to enjoy doing whatever I'm doing. I don't want to have to do anything, right? And so when it comes to our children, we want to make sure we enjoy them when they are here, right? When they are with us, when they are in our care, when they are in our homes, we enjoy them. We are pleasant with them. We guide them. We nurture them. We comfort them. And that way, when they go about their way on their journey, there's no hard feelings. There's no, um, you will feel a little bit of sorrow because that's what I felt sorrow. I won't say grief because nobody's died. Right. Um, but there is sorrow in a sense that, wow. And just like that, they're adults in a way still on your insurance and stuff, but for the most part, they are making their own way. They are doing it for themselves. And that's a good feeling. Like that's really something to be proud of because that means that, you know what you modeled good good things for them, for them to have the courage to be able to go off and do, to follow their dreams or pursue a thing, you know, especially today, like it's so much, so many distractions and so much going on that I really don't know unless you're really adamant and focused. I don't really know if, if young adults today have the tools and the are equipped to take that next step. You know, one of the things um, I like to say, because I'm really big on education, um, primarily because, you know, my ancestors were not able to be educated. Um, And I take it very seriously. Like if you have the opportunity to get a higher education, like first of all, you know, you want to do your high school um, diploma and then you want to get a next level of education because it's needed. But one of the things I tell my kids is, you know, college doesn't guarantee anything. Okay. So all this, you need to go to college. You want to get a good job. That's not necessarily true. However, I feel that college is the next best step for some children, because where else are you going to go to try to figure stuff out? I mean, you can get a job. And then you're going to start working, then you're going to get an apartment, then you have bills to pay, then you got to get a second job. And it's just on this a never ending cycle of trying to make it, trying to make it. But when you're under the guise of college, that's a nice opportunity. And this is what I tell my, my two oldest, like, use this time to like, find out who you are. Like, we kind of know, like, I've been paying attention along the way, like, what you're into, what naturally flows for you. So I can guide you in that sense. And my husband's really good, like a mastermind with like strategy and like 
okay, you know, here's what you should do and blah, blah, blah. And they're even like, okay, we got it. And I'm more like, what is, what feels good to you? Like, how does this feel? You know? So we compliment each other in that sense, because he's more like, okay, now if you do this, you make this turn, this is playing chess and blah, blah, blah. And I'm the Pisces and I'm like, oh, are you, what do you dream about? Where do you think you should be? You know, like be easy about it. Right. But where else are you going to be able to go in college, um, outside of college where you have time to think and you're taught to think and you're asked to think, right? That's why I feel like whether you're going away to college or staying locally, I think every child out of high school needs to spend at least two years in college because, you know, and I say, when I say two years, that means you get an associate's degree in those two years, not going to a four-year college and dropping out after two years because you want to complete what you start because it feels good. Okay. So, and don't let anybody tell you different. Like it feels good. Every person that I've ever met who didn't go to college always wished they had. And they'll, some people will, you know, say, oh no, it doesn't matter. Education. Oh yes. Oh yes. Education matters because my ancestors wanted to be educated. Nat Turner wanted to, to read. He, he could read, but he wanted to express himself fully in an educated manner. And he was not able to. Okay. So I don't take that lightly. And you could argue with your mama about that because I feel like education, especially in the African-American community needs to be held at a higher standard and required for a lot of our high school graduates because they deserve it. And if they, especially if they want it, then parents, as parents, it is our job to help them get it because there is money out there. There's opportunity out there. Shoot for the moon because there are no limits. Okay. So I feel like I tell my kids, you know, college doesn't guarantee like, oh, you're going to get a great job. You're going to be successful. No, you got to make up in your mind that you're going to be successful. And college is a tool but it's not the key. You know what I'm saying? So we go in with that understanding that we're not here like, oh, because this is going to set us up for life. No, you mentally got to believe that for yourself and then the, the way will be made. But college is a great way to, you know, live in the dorms. Like I, I have a rule too, like no apartments. We're not doing apartments. You're not taking cars. We're not doing any of that. We are there to for self-discovery. We are here for the next chapter in our lives. You will live on campus. You will explore the campus. You will feel the campus. You will eat at the cafeteria or the dining halls. You will do those things because that is why you are there. You have all of your life to get an apartment or home, pay bills, buy grocery, cook. You have the rest of your life for that. So we are not hurrying. We are not in a rush to do any of those things. Okay. Trust me on this. And that's what I always tell the kids. Trust me. You have the rest of your life to be dealing with that foolishness because it's a lot, right? So it's amazing to know that, you know, now my son is experiencing it, experiencing it. And it was so funny because when he got on the plane, he was like, I want to go straight to my dorm. Like, I want to move in straight. Like, I don't want to go to the hotel. I want to go straight to my dorm. So I get it because I was like, so so you really like trying to leave like that? He was like, yeah, like I'm ready to like, to like, you know, just do my thing. I was like, for real? He's like, yeah. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I respect that. I respect it. So for me, what does that mean as a mom? 
So for me, um, I feel like this is my time, you know, every life, everything has a season and this is the part where your homework comes in. Cause I'm going to be doing the work as well, but now I'm able to, and I always use back to school time as a time to like reflect on, okay, Melina, where are you on projects? Where are you in your career? Like, what can you be doing differently, better and better? How can you, um, get to that goal you've been talking about because back to school time is a good time to reflect. Like when your kids are doing their, they're starting their new, new grade or whatever. It's a good time. You have more time now because they're in school. And so same with me. So I'm like, okay, now you have two kids out of the house. Okay. What can you, what can you be doing with that extra time? How can we be productive here? So now I'm just spending some time. Um, and I do this every, I do the work every day, but really, you know, considering I was feeling sadness and sorrow, like, oh my goodness, like I don't have, you know, a full quiver anymore. I have two teens at home and two of them are in college. So what can I do? And I'm working on that, you know, and want to start taking action. And for me, what was coming up for me is I want to do more speaking. So I'm able to travel more and speak now because I'm not really like, oh, I can't really be traveling. I can't be because I can. I can go for two or three nights and speak somewhere. So I, I know for me, that's one of the goals that I really want to um, to focus on, um, to add to my portfolio of career objectives. And because there's no guilt there, like there's no like, oh, it's a school night because I'm really big about like a school night. I don't really do a lot. The kids need to be um, we need to be at home getting homework done clothes ready for tomorrow. But now that I'm down to two, I don't really have to, it's easier for me to like step away and then come back. And even like in LA, like I can go out to LA more and do things, um, as far as like networking and being with other, um, editors and writers and stuff. So I definitely want to do more of that. Because when my son was here, like I was staying close because we have football and we got practice and you need to do this and we got to get the uniforms done and we got to do. So that is gone. Okay. And when I say that, it's like I'm telling myself that like, okay, Melina, that's off your slate now. So let's put something there. And let me tell you this. You don't always have to feel like you need to fill empty space either. Sometimes it's good to just let that space be. And see what happens. But I know for me, it's something that's been longing. I've been longing to do, but just kind of like, you know what? Okay, that'll come. That will come. Let's chill for now. And now I'm feeling like, okay, it's ready. I'm ready. So I don't feel like I need to leave empty space, you know, have an open, um, what is it? A p- open palette or what is it? Um, Canvas. Like I don't need to have an empty canvas. Like I can put something there. Like I know my art. I want to put art there. So I encourage you to look at your life. Like when, as your kids are getting older, even when they like turn, you know, they go from to one from to one year old, like you've been nursing and now you don't have to nurse. Okay. What can we do with that time? Is that now more time where maybe you can go get your eyebrows done? Cause you're not nursing all the time now. Like how can we add to ourselves as our children are growing up and not and needing us less because one of the things I want as family planet 365 listeners is to understand that 
Your children are never asking you to sacrifice anything on your journey for their sake, period, okay? If you're sacrificing, it's because you're choosing to do that for yourself. So when they get older and leave, you're not gonna be saying, well, I did this for you or I gave this up for you because no one asked you to do that. So that's why I think it's important as your children take their milestones that you take your milestones with them. You know, they say, you know, nap when the baby naps. Well, when your child, um, you know, goes to another level, you need to take it to another level too. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, you need to put something there because now the baby's sleeping through the night. So you need to stay up at night trying to write that book. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is acknowledge that life has seasons. And when you're raising these children, there are seasons and sometimes it's going to feel a little overwhelming. And then other times it's going to feel like, well, man, that went by fast. I have more time to do this. And so just always have your plan in place, whether it's going to be, you know what, I'm now that this, the child is sleeping through the night, I'm going to make sure I wind down, you know, and just read for 20 minutes a night. Cause I can do that. Cause we're sleeping through the night now, or what can you be doing to add to yourself? Because that's the way I'm looking at it. And, um, that's why I was like, let me feel the feelings and acknowledge that they are here because I know I'm on to, I'm about to take another level. I'm about to take it up a notch and, you know, add to myself because I can do that now. So that would be my advice. And a lot of times, you know, people say, well, when the kids leave the house, that's when, you know, couples uncouple. And I think the key to um, shielding the uncoupling is for you to always be working on yourself. I mean, that's the key to a a great marriage as well. It's like not be focusing on what the other person should be doing, but focus on yourself. Like what can you be doing to be better? And when you're focusing on yourself, you don't have time to like be nagging and nitpicking with your spouse because you're focused on yourself. So it's amazing. But we'll talk about that in my um, marriage um, podcast. But so that's my homework assignment for you, like to really start just, you know, looking at your life, like have an out of body experience and see where you are. Um, where are you as far as like mentally? Um, do you want to go to school? Are you trying to do something else? Is there a class you want to take? Is there a group you want to join? Start thinking about those things. Like how can I add to my journey? Because as my child or my children grow, we all grow together. And it's a beautiful thing because then you feel whole, your child gets to experience and watch you work on yourself and then they in turn work on themselves. And it's, it's amazing. Like it's a, it's a, it's a full circle moment and it's very rewarding and nobody feels left behind and nobody feels taken for granted and no one feels taken advantage of. And that is my um, advice to you as you're raising your children, because they will grow up, they are going to leave. Um, in what manner, I don't know. But what I do know is I encourage you to start mentally preparing for that in a way that you are adding to yourself and you are becoming a better you, a better version of yourself. And every milestone your child makes, you also want to make that milestone because one of the, the commitments I made to myself is that I am a student for life. So I will never stop learning. I will never stop reading. I will never stop studying because the world moves fast, but 
you get to slow it down when you focus on your journey and you're focusing on more life, more life. Nothing's ever being taken away from you. Everything is being given to you. It's just your perspective. So yeah, I could sit here and be crying and upset and, you know, feeling sorry for myself. And I do that. You know, I did that. I was like, oh man, this is crazy. I didn't know this would be happening to me. But now it's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Feel the feelings, record the podcast. Now, what are we doing with this time? What are we going to do? How are we going to add more life? Okay, more life. So start thinking to yourself, more life. How am I going to get more life? That's my assignment to you. Let me know how it goes. Keep doing it. Keep going. Um, Visit us on Instagram. We're on Family Planet 365. Leave a comment. Um, Rate the show. Give me five stars. I only want five stars or you could have it. Just keep it to yourself. If it's not five stars, please. But yeah, let me know how this, um, if this show speaks to you and what you plan to do um, for more life, more life, because we are here to expand, right? Not to shrink, but to expand. All right. So that's all I have for you today. Um, I will be back soon. (laughs) Notice I didn't say next week, but I'm going to do my best. Um, to record next week um, because I want to do I want to start talking about marriage but you know what I really want to do is do a series about marriage because I think there's so many things that should be said that aren't being said about long-term marriages and um, I want to share that with you so anyway the empty nest digest that's where I'm at right now Um, up and up always things are getting better and I'm looking forward to what's to come Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Melina Jackson. You are listening to Family Planet 365. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and um, leave a five-star review. And share this. Share this with a young family, a young mom, a young dad, or one who's experiencing, you know, their child has left the home, left the nest. Share this podcast. I would really appreciate it. So until next time, remember... You can have it all. Bye for now.